0: Welcome, Angry Faithful. Today, we are going to talk about Manchester United social... Sasha Lentz, sports psychologist, set to join Raph Rangix, the backroom staff. So she's going to be featured on a black leather couch. He he didn't watch... uh, I, I get your reference on that one. <laughs> but you've never seen uh, Tesla, uh, Ted Laszlo? I
1: haven't, dude. I have. Dude. I have not sat down long enough. I mean, I barely sit down long enough to take a crap and sleep.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, so, I understand that.
1: You know, I mean, much to the dismay of most of the modern world, I'm just now getting on to episode three of Yellowstone. So... You know, I'm kind of behind. I mean, I'm watching shit that matters to it's, me. It's, like, it's
0: going to be even worse because...
1: Like Hawkeye. And, and yeah. then, you know, next weekend is, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh. We got tickets to opening you, night,
0: taking the boys. You're not even going to go to the other one? The Witcher? Bro. <laughs> Again. <laughs>
1: There's so many things, things out. that's happened. I mean, I'm just like,
0: oh, jeez. I ha- I'm surprised you haven't uh, checked out uh, Wheel of Time. That was actually pretty good. Again, the, the, every uh, in in your defense though, everything dropped like Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Everything. Uh, Cowboy weird. Bebop. Uh, yeah, which I still haven't finished because
1: I I, I want to watch these things with my boys. Yeah. And yeah, no. Oh, hey personal note okay so in addition to this being army navy week go army beat navy okay anyway so i know that was really loud and people had to have earbuds in or like ah fuck and then you know more than likely they were driving and you better not be driving with 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 headphones in. that's inherently dangerous um i scored four tickets to the lockheed martin Armed yeah you Forces were talking Bowl.
0: about you were talking about that what sunday yeah um i got the tickets that's awesome so army versus. It didn't take there? you like four months to get it uh, get it to you, like a jersey for the army navy game. <sighs> you still, I shouldn't mention that. You're. Gonna, no, no, no. I'm not going to direct my angst at you. I am. Um, so I don't have to tell everybody well, that well, down the stairs.
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm going to employ some um, basic interpersonal communicative skills here. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I'm gonna. You know. To use my words. I'm going to use my, my vocabulary. I'm going to rein in my, my inside voice. I'm going to harness my inner micro for just a minute. So if you will indulge me as I rant for lack of a better term. Fanatics, you, you're quite possibly the lowest dregs of the sporting fans experience
0: and that's fanatics.com that's fanatics.com Gave him a free plug on x
1: well okay be that as it may however when people are forced to do business with you because you have contracts with the ncaa the mlb the nhl the nba the nfl And the quality, not only the quality of your product goes down, the prices go up, and wait times become increasingly longer. Because why? Well, let's pick a plethora of reasons that might actually make sense, but instead it's broadcast proudly on their website that COVID, yes, COVID, the 99.9% survivable virus, with its many variants that dilute themselves over time, what are we on? Omicron? I mean, the next thing you know, we're going to have... Yeah, we're
0: on the third variant.
1: We're going to have Megatron, and then Galvatron, and then...
0: Yeah, the person that... The, and then we're
1: going to have the Starscream variant, which is going to be nothing more than just a whiny bitch... Oh, wait, never mind. We have those already. We um, AOC,
0: I think, is Starcron? Yeah, anyway, yeah. so...
1: Getting back to the subject, and... When i when when I and my fiance order a jersey an army football jersey for the Army Navy game, one would expect them to be ready and to ship, and when somebody like myself decides that they want to splurge a little pay for the second or for next business day shipping, you expect it to uh be in your mailbox and on your body in time. For the Army-Navy game. America's game. Right? Yeah. No. No. Fanatics sends me a message stating that shipping times may be delayed, so what does one naturally do? They go to the website, log in, and check the status of their order. And then you see it in bold print. May not arrive until March 16th. So naturally, what do I do? I harness my inner Karen, or Chad, as it would be. Because Yeah, it would be Chad. They all agreed it would be Chad. Yeah, so I harness my inner Chad. Sorry, Prather. I start a... Uh, yeah, Mr. Prather, that, that Chad does not include you. You know, we're just going to call him Kyle. Carl. Shut the
0: fuck up, Carl. Right? Do we know I any know, Carls? No, we can't do Carl. Do Family matters. Charles? Carl was the uh, the father.
1: Yeah, I know, but that, like many other sitcoms of the 90s, became politicized, and it became about what? Race. (sighs) Not to say that the message wasn't needed at the time, but they could have gone about it a different way. I digress. I said what I said. Fight me. Anyhow, anywho, I'm going to harness my inner disgruntled customer. How about that? Because we don't want to assume somebody's gender. And I ask a very poignant question, one to which they did not have an answer. It says, why is it? Daryl. Yeah, okay. So I harnessed my inner Daryl. The non-binary, gender-fluid, anorexic, anxiety-ridden...
0: Fully tattooed and
1: pierced. Fully tattooed, pierced, and blaming it on everybody except the person who matters the most. And that's the one that stares me back in the mirror. That's that's how he identifies. Anyway, oh, you moving, on, moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on.
0: Hey, quick question, though. I asked the question. What? no, no. One no, question. No. no. I if, you I if you accidentally, if you accidentally. You will let me finish. Fine. Fine. See what finish. I did there? See what I did there? Fine.
1: You caused me to break away. And, uh, Yeah. I was not able to employ cognitive academic language proficiency here, so you're going to have to just back down, pump the brakes there, Fox and Friends. I asked the poignant question of why is it that we're having to wait for a jersey three months after the event that we bought the jersey for? Why are we having to wait that long? Well, I, I can't answer that question. I said, well, then find somebody who can. They submitted a ticket. Supervisors were supposed to have gotten back to me two days ago. They have not. Yeah. yeah I bet they're shitting the bricks right now. Yes, because we, we will bring forth the full for fury of the angry faithful. All 20 of them. All 20 of them. <laughs> so... When, you know, you're on downtime or you're away from the computer or, you know, well in front of a computer. And basically what I'm saying is is that just bombard fanatics with a lot of complaints and hate mail. That's what all I'm saying. But uh, anyways, so your question? I'm sorry.
0: Uh, if you just accidentally inhale Kool-Aid dust, we you, you bust through walls? Or will you have more ability to bust through walls? If you inhaled Kool-Aid dust? Yeah, well, that just
1: depends. I mean, and
0: when this would should
1: said Kool Aid dust change the color of your insides, then maybe. That being said, I'm not a trans transparent albino, nor am I made of glass. All right, moving on. Moving on. So the <laughs> or the uh, the major Major League Baseball has announced its latest class of uh, Hall of Famers new inductees buck o'neill Gil hodges um they headlined six brand new inductees um so we got buck o'neill he, he was a he, he was a he was a negro american league uh player went to scouting and then coaching in the major league baseball um i mean he he was an advocate of the of the, of the uh of the negro leagues um
0: and yes that's what they're freaking called
1: yeah okay, moving on. Uh, so we got Gil Hodges, Jim Cat, uh, Minnie Minoso, Tony Olivia, and Bud Fowler. Um, this this class um, no current players, no modern era players are in there. Um, Gil Hodges debuted for the Brooklyn Dodgers at nineteen years old in 1943. He was drafted into the Marines to serve a World War II, returned to play 17 more seasons, 15 with the Dodgers and two with the Mets. Um, he was able to win three World Series titles and made eight all-star teams, and, uh, and, and then he retired after the 1963 season. Um, he managed the Senators, the Mets, until his death in 1972 at the age of 47. So um, it was a short life, but, man, I'm telling you, it was a full one. Um, uh we're, we're talking about, um, now we're, we're talking about, uh, blah, my name just, uh, uh, Jim cat. Duh. Okay. Um, (laughs) he was, he was basically the the textbook definition of longevity and consistency. Um, he pitched for 25 seasons, 15 of those came with the twins. Um, he debuted in the 1950s, retired in the eighties, making three all-star teams, 16 gold glove awards and a world series championship with the Cardinals in 1982. Um, he led the majors in games starting, uh, started uh, back in back-to-back seasons in '65 and '66. Um, his 16 Gold Gloves are tied with Brooks Robinson for the most all-time. Um, uh, let me see here. And now we're talking about uh, Tony Olivia, Olivia. Uh, yeah, Olivia. I'm sorry. He was he the dude was he was a solid hitter he made eight all-star teams won three american league batting titles during that time uh he won american league rookie of the year in 1964 he had bad knees so i mean it just he didn't get to really play a whole lot past his prime um but he 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 was one of those impact players of his generation he played for the twins for the entirety of his career i mean that's that was rare to see um even more so nowadays Um, Later, he was on the coaching staff for Minnesota's World Series team in 87 and 91. Um, And then moving on to Bud Fowler, uh, he grew up in Cooperstown, where the Hall of Fame is located. Um, He was one of the few black families uh, in the area at the time, and is considered the first black player in organized professional baseball, um, not to be confused with the first one to play in the major leagues, I'm talking about Jackie Robinson there, but, mm-hmm. um, he, I mean, do he faced widespread racism throughout his career. Um, I mean, he played for almost 20 years. Uh, he was known to play without a glove, maintained a stellar reputation for his defensive prowess anyway. Um, he, uh. But, I mean, just missing the induction was uh, seven-time All-Star in 1972 ALMVP Dick Allen. He fell one sh- one vote sh- uh, short of qualifying. Um, let me see here. There's one more. I wanted to see, where did my notes go for Minnie Minoso? um... Minoso, okay, so Minoso was to Latin ball players what Jackie Robinson were to black players, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, he debuted in 1949. He was the first acknowledged dark-skinned Latin player in American League, National League history. Now, to that extent, when we say dark-skinned, we're talking about your stereo, you know, I mean, when, when you think Hispanic, I mean, you're going to think that darker toned skin, things. you know, things like that, right? Believe it or not, Ted Williams was actually Hispanic
0: yeah uh well it, it was on his back. mother's side it was his mother's side, but it wasn't for the fact of uh he hit he, did he actually hide it for a while um or that was yeah because else? his
1: uncle used to play in the Mexican leagues right in the beer leagues all over southern california and mexico right his his uncle actually taught him how to hit a fastball, and we're talking major league caliber fastball okay? yeah, so you know, and and his uncle was telling him, you know, things like, "Hey, you know, you need to hide your 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 handicap, because that's what they're going to look at look at it as. It's a handicap, and the fact that his dad was white with the surname Williams gave him a foot in the door. But, I mean, Ted Williams, again, took two breaks from his career to serve in the Marine Corps as a combat pilot, World War II and Korea. Yeah. Still came back and managed to hit five hundred and forty something home runs. Still was the only guy to ever bat four hundred and six for a, you know for a season. You know I mean, but we the game the game itself is is something that it's not just inclusive to cornbread frit you know cornbread fed you know white Americans. It's not never has been and it never will be we've got players in japan i mean they treat the game like a religious institution we've got players in the caribbean especially the dominican republic they have baseball academies that parents save and they sacrifice to to enroll their kids in these in these academies and some of the best players in the world come from japan some of the best players in the world come from the dominican republic and, I mean, you see a lot more international flavor in the game nowadays because you're going to get these Cuban defectors. You're going to get these Dominican players, these Venezuelan players. Uh, there's, there's some Mexican players in there as well. Um, and they're even coming over from Europe, um, Canada, uh, Japan, like I stated earlier. Um, you know, so it's, uh, to me... The game itself, now I'm not talking about the players' union, I'm not talking about the ownership groups, I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about the state of the game itself. With the passion that still exists for this game on a world stage, I think it's in pretty good hands. What's going to end up killing this game? Again, these multi-hundred million dollar contracts. The longevity of the contracts, I don't mind because that helps kind of like level the playing field and ensures that we get to watch one player grow up from in one team on in one system. Yeah. The way it should be. You know. Um you know these free agencies, you know, free agency or free agents that go out there and like, well, I know you drafted me and I know that I've been a part of this community for years. But I don't want your partly, you know, p- paltry $35.6 million. I want to go out there and see if I can make more. <sighs> Again, I don't, I don't disparage these players from going out and doing the things that they're doing, making the most they can for themselves and their families. I get it. But at some, at some point there needs to be a line drawn. My, my
0: only understanding, trying to figure out, is uh, what do they do with most of that money anyways? I mean, if, honestly, if I got that much money, I'd be investing heavily in stuff. And Hold on. That's neat. Oh, okay.
1: Okay, I just get a message from the mother of my boys, and she's like, "Our son just took his phone into the shower, got it wet, and fried it." I'm like, "Oh, well, okay." (laughs) Like, oh, brother. Okay, but yeah. So, I mean, baseball news. I mean, that was pretty historic. I mean, this was a great. Great Hall of Fame class for 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 the legacy players. And it really was, um, and you know it's good to. I mean, well, it's good to see the modern age, modern era players get in there because that's who we grew up watching. You know, those are those are people that we can look back in our own memories and say, "I remember when." But these names that really. Helped get the, their, I mean, they really helped plant the foundation of what evolved into the game today. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm completely happy and satisfied with this, with this class. Yeah, I really am. But, um, yes, I mean, but that that was really the only baseball news, um, in in, you know, for the week. <sighs> we need to talk about football. The uh, the picks for the week, yeah. They I mean, were two, two, they, well. they
0: they were not kind. And and what's really sad is one of the picks I almost had you switch. You were like, no, we're doing it this way. And,
1: and yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get into that in just a second. Now we did start off on a great note. We picked the Cowboys over the Saints. Cowboys beat the Saints seven twenty four to or twenty seven to seventeen. So.
0: And what's, yeah. really sad, what's really sad, though, is right now the, the Cowboys, which hasn't in a long time, uh, seemed like they could be a contender. This year they might actually be a contender. Hey. Yeah. Hush your mouth. But okay, now another, another team that's showing up to play is the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, I'm getting into that. So, you know, <clears> you're doing it again this week. I mean, you're getting ahead of me. The host. You're, this this show. You're the co-host.
0: I know. You're the but, color. You're, I mean, you're I the had, color
1: commentator. I'm the
0: play-by-play guy. I, I, I know, but I read things and I learn stuff. And right, I and it. you're
1: enthusiastic and you want to come to class and you want to show and tell. But I need you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, <laughs> we had picked the Giants to beat the Dolphins. Yeah. No. Twenty to nine. The Dolphins spanked the Giants. Yeah. At home. Um, we had the Colts over the Texans. That was not a disappointment. That was 31 to nothing. Um, <laughs> we had initially picked the Vikings to beat the Lions. Seemed like a safe bet. The Lions came in and threw the most improbable touchdown pass as time expired in the fourth quarter to beat the Vikings 29 to 27. It seems like the Lions have been involved in more one- to two- to three-point games than any other team this season. Nobody had the Lions picked to win, period. Um, I'm like, holy crap. I mean, and then you watch the footage when they won that game. Everybody is jumping around like the bad news fucking Bears just won the Little uh, Little League World Series or something. I mean... there's gear getting tossed in the air. There's kids. I mean, there's dudes jumping around like, 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 like kids. I mean, you'd think that they had just won the Super Bowl, right? And I halfway expected Detroit to burn itself to the ground. Like these people are going out of their minds and they don't know what to think. Everybody's like, finally, finally, (laughs) Jeff Goff won us a game. He goes from the most prolific offense last year to us.
0: What the hell?
1: Anyways, uh, moving on. We have the Eagles over the Jets. I knew it. 33
0: to 18. What? The bad news is the Bears didn't win the uh, game. It was an example. I know, but it, it, they, they didn't win the game. It, I know. They ran out of the field like they won the game. I it was like you'd swear. Roll the tape back. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Jesus.
1: Semantics here, man. Come on. Context. Listen. Just so highly disappointed. I mean, you, seriously, use your basic interpersonal, con- you know, communicative skills here, man. BICS. Let's go. BICS. Use it. Learn it. Love it. Okay. Can we do that? All right. Great. Awesome. Good. Moving on. All right. So um, we had Eagles over the Jets. That happened. We also had the Cardinals over the Bears. That happened. We had the Bengals over the Chargers. Not so much. 41-22 mm-hmm. Chargers. We had the Buccaneers over Atlanta. That happened. 30-17. to Tom Brady is now 10-0 and versus the Falcons. All-time. Um, we had... The Rams over the Jaguars, that happened 37-7. I'm surprised that the Rams' defense let the Jaguars score. Um, we had the Raiders over Washington. Washington showed up, got semi-chippy. The Raiders did what the Raiders do in the second half of their seasons. They crumbled, lost 17-15. We had the, the Ravens beating the Steelers. Normally that would be a safe bet. But then Ben Roethlisberger, for whatever reason, decided he remembered how to throw a football. And won the game
0: 20-19. Could you imagine being inside of the head and you just, you're like, oh, yeah, I can throw this damn thing.
1: Right. So we had the Niners beating the Seahawks. Seahawks decided they remembered how to play football. They beat the Niners 23-30. to 30. We had the Chiefs over the Broncos. That one was a pretty safe bet. Chiefs won twenty-two to nine. Now, I told you that this game, the, the Monday night game, last night's game between New England at Buffalo, that was going to be a good game. And I went out and I said, I'm taking the Patriots over the Bills. Fourteen to ten, New England. Mac Jones, yes, he's the quarterback. He's an integral part of the of the offense. The defense kept him in that game and the, and the and and he Passing wise, didn't have a whole lot to do with the outcome of the game.
0: You know, there, there are times that I even amaze myself. I mean, I'm literally, I literally go up and going, they did what? Really? Wow. Hell, I'm still surprised. Half the time, my abacadabba actually gives me 9%. Uh, so we're going to
1: need-
0: Oh yeah, I was doing this research because mm-hmm. yeah, just because it's all over Facebook right now, with the uh, uh, was it Joel uh, Osman? Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein, the whole lottery stuff. I was wondering what it what is basically from, uh, for, because I thought he like, literally gave money to people, mm-hmm. which I was like, Nah, no, nah, no.
1: Nah. Okay, so I, I I haven't been paying attention.
0: Well, no, 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 no. The whole thing was is he did a, a a sermon on I think it was like Sunday this Sunday or last Sunday about what would you do if you won the lottery? Would you give it to you know people and everything? Would you hold it to yourself. Blah blah blah. And then these memes just came out. Like, uh, there's, there's this one that's like when you get a call about, uh, clock toilets and, uh, in a, uh, Houston church and there's like, uh, it's a Mario, uh, uh, Mario brothers, uh, like one of the levels it's eight dash one and you're going in, you're collecting on the coins and everything.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> That guy
1: lost a lot of favor with people when when uh, Katrina or was it Harvey?
0: Harvey yeah, it was into, Harvey. Yeah,
1: Harvey, and he he, had he only sh- opened the doors until you know when he was shamed into it. Yeah, and even then they closed off a majority of that church and said you can only stay here, here, and here, here.
0: Yeah, I, I just but he's still get he's still getting patrons so. Yeah, well, you know, the the Yankees still have people
1: that pay the taxes in that city to, to be able to afford to sit in that shithole of a stadium called Yankee Stadium. Anyways, so we're moving on to our picks for week 14. I'm going to take the Vikings on the Sunday night game over the Steelers. Um, moving on, Cowboys at Washington. We're going to go Dallas all the way.
0: um i still so want to do this best decoration ever straw dummy ten dollars uh leaning ladder zero dollars from garage one set of lights five dollars freaking out your neighbors priceless i think this is yeah this is our our, our <laughs> it finally got to me uh <laughs> i'm a patron of our own fan page on facebook And I can't get a lot of the means unless I like scroll down forever. It's weird, but anyways, That's because we're logging into the pin. When you go
1: to our page, it recognizes you as that page, and so you have to get through all the administrative crap and all the all the analytics and stuff before you can even get
0: to where we can write a post. No, I'm 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 talking about my uh, personal page. Okay, it's weird. Alright, so
1: what we're looking at here, I'm taking the Vikings over the Steelers, Cowboys over Washington. The Titans are going to beat the Jaguars, because uh, the Titans really need a bounce-back game, and the Jaguars, I think, are just, they're, they're, they're just, I mean, they're the medium-rare piece of meat that just needs to be bounced on. That's all I'm saying. Um, going to take Seattle <laughs> over Houston. That's gonna be, that's gonna be a, uh, that's gonna be a sausage fest. Uh, we're gonna take the Chiefs. We're gonna take the Chiefs over the Raiders. The Saints are gonna bounce back and they're gonna beat the Jets. J-E-T-S-S. Jets, Jets, you suck still. Okay. Um. <laughs> you, you really don't like the Jets. You know what? There is, I don't like teams from New York. How about that? Okay, so this is going to be an exercise in futility. This game is the Atlanta Falcons over the Panthers of Carolina. So we're going to take Atlanta. Why did I type that in all caps? Because I cannot type. I, my brain's all seven sheets to the wind right now. Um, No, it's not because I'm inebriated. I'm not inebriated, you illiterate faithful. Um, It's been a long day. Okay, so moving on next, we're going to have Baltimore at Cleveland. We're going to take the Ravens over the Browns. Because why? Well, they're the Browns. Um, <laughs> The New York Giants at the L.A. Chargers.
0: We're going to take the Chargers on that one. You know one thing we haven't really talked about, and everybody's talking about it, is Squid Games.
1: The old man was it on it. Yeah. The front man is the cop's brother, <clears throat> And uh, the player for... 469? four twenty nine? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the, the the player with the highest number, the four sixty nine guy, uh, guy Hun. Yeah, yeah. He wins. He gets pink hair. Fixed. He's about to get on a plane to go to L.A. to be with his daughter. Calls the number on a card that he found for the Squid Games again. The front man gets on the phone, tells him player four sixty nine, get on the plane, and stay away. So he hangs up the phone. And he turns around and walks away from the plane. He's going to be in season two, and he's going to try to bring the whole thing down. Yeah. So there you go. Spoiler alert. Um, let me see here. See what I did there? I just completely and totally encapsulated ten episodes into about 45 seconds. Hmm. Okay. Because um, let's face it, all the other characters, they're, in, they're, they're inconsequential. Really, they are. Alright, so moving on. So do we take the 110 and 1 Lions over the Broncos who are at 6 and 6? I think not. I say. Denver? Over the Lions. Alright, the Niners at the Bengals. I think the Bengals are gonna figure it out. So we're gonna take the Bengals over the Niners. <laughs> this is going to be a fun game. The Bills are going to Tampa Bay. This is Tom Brady playing one of his old AFC East foes. We're going to take Tampa Bay over the Bills. Yes, that's right. I'm taking the Bills to win or to lose two weeks in a row. So there you go. All right, Chicago at Green Bay. We're going to take Green Bay. over the Bears because well it's the Bears. And it's December. In Green Bay. Now this is going to be the fun game. Um the LA Rams who are eight and four at ten and two Arizona.
0: And and the defense of the Bears this uh this uh this time frame, if they're gonna be in Green Bay, they're not gonna be, you know, dodging bullets and everything like that. So should they should be like filling a safe place, and it might actually play well. Damn, dude. <laughs> what? There's more people that actually died in freaking Chicago than, than uh Iraq war. Okay. I get it. I
1: get it. Okay, right. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. All right, so we're going to recap here. Vikings over the Steelers. Cowboys over the Washington football team. Uh, Titans over the Jags. Seattle over Houston. Chiefs over the Raiders. Saints over the Jets. Atlanta is going to beat Carolina. The Ravens are going to beat up on the Dogs of of Cleveland. Chargers are going to beat the Giants. Denver is going to demolish. No. You know what? I'm going to call that one as another two-point game. Denver coming out on top. Uh, the Bengals are going to beat the Niners. Tampa Bay is going to beat up on the... Or they're going to beat the Bills. And I don't know so much about beating up on, but they're going to beat the Bills. Uh, Green Bay over the Bears. And Arizona over the Rams. So, there is that. Those are your Week 14 picks. And, and if- as we speak right now... Do-do-do-do-do. Come on, where'd he go, where'd he go?
0: See, so i got to scroll past All this crap. Yeah. While he's doing that, we want to take a heartfelt moment. This is the 80th anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attack. Yeah, December
1: seventh, nineteen forty-one—a date that will live in infamy. Yeah.
0: What was the other thing? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, we we did this. We were talking about this uh, before we actually started the show and everything. Uh, we were avid. Well, I am an avid uh, Drinking Bros follower and everything, and I'm just so glad that Ross Patterson finally got, he's better. <laughs> he looks like uh, crap, but he's got over like uh, double memo- uh, double pneumonia, and uh, if you actually watch this, man, thank you, Ben, for do all your stuff you're doing and everything, and get better. Um,
1: yeah, you know, there wasn't a whole lot said today, or at least not that I've noticed about it being Pearl Harbor Day.
0: Well, I'm no, I noticed a couple of things. I mean, BRCC did their thing, a bunch yeah. of other, you know, veteran stuff that we well, following yeah, and everything Well, yeah, I'm just like talking that. about the
1: mainstream media stuff. And, you know, I, and it's becoming a more and more of a disturbing
0: trend. And what's another thing is, is a lot of those people that were there are dead. I, and we not, not, yeah, we don't have a lot of them uh, left. No, there. I mean, I mean, uh, was it Bob Dole? Yeah, Bob Dole just died. Yeah, he. We observed a moment of silence for him last night at
1: the American Legion meeting, but um, yeah, it. It's becoming more and more of a disturbing trend with the mainstream media and even social media platforms in this country. Um, it's bad enough that they're already trying to erase nine eleven from our memories. Yeah, but they're trying to lessen the importance. Every year, it becomes more and more of a moot thing about Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, D Day is kind of
0: like a a passing thing now. Um, yeah, even I, every once in a while. Like on this time frame and everything, my uh, my my brother, the uh, Jason, he keeps on saying he's like, man, it's Pearl Harbor. I was like, yeah, well, at if least you're, you're gonna make a really crash joke, don't. Okay.
1: Yeah. See, I, I I knew where you were going with that one. Please. Um, no. Um, I mean, especially because you were the one that brought up. Let's have a moment of reverence here. Yeah. Okay see so but but
0: i'm a very dark person so i get that <laughs> but you know a lot of uh, a, a lot of times we just you know what is have that? to tug the collar a couple of times and let me know not to do it uh-huh yeah <clears throat> you know i'll get a water bottle and st- 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 no bad bad st- 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 you know but that 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 might might not work well it will if i put vinegar in it oh yeah yeah that will definitely work <laughs> fucking hate vinegar you know it's like uh, you know, just 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 sit there and dill, you know. Yeah, I no no. Yeah, I I fucking hate vinegar. Anything, uh, the sauerkraut can't fucking eat sauerkraut.
1: See, so that's why you take cucumbers instead of pickles. No. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, um, but I mean, it's it's it's. You know, we get accused of whitewashing things and appropriating, you know, appropriating culture. But it's like the media, in all of its different facets and forms and formats, they're doing the same damn thing. Yeah, I mean, they are whitewashing the crap out of American history. And there's going to come a day when they shit on us as a people. Well, that the, for for I mean, like, when they shit on us, yeah. They, they, there's going to come a time when, I mean, there's going to be a violent uprising. I mean, you're going, no, 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 to, you're, you're going to legitimately see buildings like CNN downtown in Atlanta, NBC and ABC and CBS in New York City. People are going to be pick, picketing and rioting outside of those buildings demanding that, you know, change be made.
0: No, what it is nowadays is a lot of people aren't getting news from, like, the big corporations where you think every... They're getting for like, people like us.
1: Right, like I said, mainstream media. Yeah. You know, the drive-by media, they are whitewashing American history. And it's like, you know, you always hear that that, that phrase that, you know, history is written by the victors. But I'm sorry. I didn't hear no fat lady. Yeah. You know, ain't nobody saying. And if they did, they were off-key and i didn't hear that i ain't about that life so you know i'll kindly ask you to just back away from the mic not you but back away from the microphone quit reading out of a teleprompter and uh attempt may not be successful at it at first but if you keep at it you can accomplish anything but back away from the phallus tip and the teat of the democrat party because there's a lot of americans men and women alike that have fought died and have have sacrificed everything for this country there are men and women here at home that either stayed home and 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 made a difference during the war years or came home from you know came home from war or came home from the service period and cut out a little corner of, of the country for themselves and they made something of it and they made our country better. Whether it's one little community at a time or if it's something on a grand scale, they've done everything that they've needed to do and then some. They've been, they were done they did everything that, that was asked of them. Then they came home and they took advantage of the benefits that they earned. Yeah. And made something of themselves, and they contributed to and, the overall excellence of our country.
0: And what's really sad is a lot of those benefits we're still fighting to keep. Yeah. You know, because it,
1: it, we could go on and on. Around, yeah. But we're fixing to have to wrap this up because I've got some place to be. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not something that... I mean, it's a trend that needs to stop. It's it's definitely something that needs to be reversed, and whether it's through small outlet outlets like ourselves, uh, Black Rifle, uh, Cleared Hot, uh, Daily Wire, or the Daily Caller, or rather, or rather um, oh, Daily Wire, yeah, too. Daily Wire too. Um, you know, people like Chad Prather, uh, Ben Shapiro, uh, you know, uh, Carlson Tucker, uh, Sean Hannity. I mean, even Mark Levin. Alex,
0: Alex Corolla. You mean Adam Carolla? Adam Carolla, yeah, yeah. Adam
1: Carolla. Adam Carolla is a very, very staunch conservative. Yeah. Um, but keep speaking up and speaking out because,
0: and hell, most of the comedians that go out there every day to do comedy—well,
1: not most, but there are some. Yeah. But you know. It, and 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 we're not talking about a, a, a violent insurrection here. We're not we're not talking about that. Yeah. Okay, but we are talking about exercising your First Amendment rights, recognizing the fact that it's protected, just like the rest of our amendments by the Second. Yeah, and defend yourself, both physically and and intellectually. Defend yourself, and. I mean, it's going to be a long battle. I mean, we are are fighting a battle against statism. And Ronald Reagan said a long time ago that socialism will reattempt to enter the country, but it will do it under a different name, whether it's through liberalism, progressivism, or, you know, statism. Socialists, socialism and communism are going to try to infiltrate the United States. And they're going to do it on an academic level and they're going to do it on a political level. And he was absolutely right because that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I I pray for our country. I pray for the leaders that have, you know, that, that exercise common sense. And I pray that the eyes and hearts of, of, of those who oppose our founding principles have their hearts softened and their eyes opened. But,. Uh, you know, keep fighting your fight and, you know, don't don't let people trying to shout you down discourage you from saying what you feel to be true. But if you're going to do that, do like anybody else and and, and, pra- and and practice what I preach
0: and do a little bit educate more yourself, yourself with
1: more than just one source. Because if you're going to do nothing more than regurgitate the, <clears throat> the talking points of one party versus another, don't waste your time. Don't waste my oxygen. Instead, you know, find something more creative and a little bit more entrepreneuring to do with your time. But until then, I'm Johnny Skelton.
0: I'm David Dickman, and thank you for watching. Thanks a lot.